All right. All right, so let's do this. So, uh, so, um, the Telemaisa, right? That, uh, Telemaisa is to show it for Napoleon. Napoleon heads through, uh, he's going through Europe, right? And he ends up, he's walking through on Tishabuf, right? He's passing through a Jewish community. Yeah. And he, uh, and he walks down. It's true. Again, whether the story is true or not true, it's true. It's true. So he goes to a Jewish community and, he's, and he walks into a shul and he sees this like, he's like elaborate candelabras and whatever and they're like, only one of them's lit. Everyone's sitting on these, like, these nice benches, everyone's sitting on the floor and they're crying and he says to his, you know, whatever, his right hand man, like, what's the deal? Like, what happened to the Jews? He goes, oh, their, their temple was destroyed. He goes, oh, really? Like, what? Like, like, really? Like, last week? And he's like, no, 1700 years ago. So Napoleon says... You know, uh, a people who's, who mourn for 1,700 years for their temple will one day see their temple rebuilt. Hmm. So again, whether you said it or not, yeah, if you really said it, cool. If not, then fine. But the bottom line is, so it's been, uh, you know, it took 1,897 years after the base of the was destroyed to have to get Yerushalayim back. Right? So Yerushalayim comes back and uh, immediately the Shaila that gets, uh, you know, there's a few, a number of halacha questions that come up once Yishalayim is now in the hands of, of Am Yisrael. But one of the questions that gets asked is, um, what about Nachim? Let's hmm. Nachim. Can we say Nachim still? Why should I not say Nachim? We'll take a look at Nachim. What does Nachim say? So first of all, where does Nachim come from? Nachim starts, the, the idea of Nachim is like any other... Um, Me'in ha'ma'ora, right? So for, you know, on Rosh Chodesh, we say Ya'alav Yavu. On Yantif, you know, on Yantif Ya'alav Yavu. On Shabbos, we say, you always have to add something to the tefillah. Right? So for, for Tisha B'Av, Nachim is the Me'in ha'ma'ora. Right? It's the thing we add to the davening to, uh, to you know, be representative of that day. That's an interesting shout of why you don't say the Mincha. Big discussion why it's only said the Mincha. It's a big discussion in the post-game. Like, it doesn't make sense. It should be said at every, at every tefillah. Right? It's like Ya'alav Yavu. Uh, so why always whatever? Anyways, the bottom line is so Nachim starts. It's a, it's a Yushalmi in Tainus, I think, and uh, and um, fine. So what's the different Nisfos that I've like, gone through? Different we're going to see as we go through the Siddur of Amrigon, the Siddur of Rasad. The di- different Siddurim had a little bit different. The Rambam Siddur, but the bottom line it says like this: Nachim Hashem Lokinus Avalei Zion, and Hashem our God consoled the mourners of Zion. Ves Avalei Yushalayim. And then check this out. Vesayir ha'avelava ha'charevava b'zuyava shalmeima. Right, the 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 city that is mournful, ruined, scorned, and desolate. Right. Ha'av, thank you. Ha'avelam yibdivaneha va'charevava mimonoseha va'b'zuyami kodava shemame inoshev. Right, a city that basically has it's destroyed and desolate, and nobody lives there. So what's the kasha? So what's the kasha? We're building it into the there. What's destroyed? Okay, so that's going to be the cash. But, uh, but, the, but the point is that it's... It is, so take a look at source number one. Source number one is the Baruch Shammar. The Baruch Shammar is the Torah Tzimimah from Baruch Levi Epstein. So he wrote a sefer also on the, parsh, on the, on the Siddur called Baruch Shammar, which is, goes, he goes through the, the Siddur and gives a parish on different tefillos. So he, uh, so he says in this line, right, these, Let's be clear, he says. These, these uh, you know, uh, this descriptions are descriptions of Yerushalayim. He says, and by the way, the Torah died in 1941. Okay, so he's not talking like 
modern yeah, state of Israel. Right? So it's written at the end of his life, so he's writing thirties, remember he's writing. Right. And he says, is not built up. Yeshivas and shuls and communities and mikvos and right. It's a it's a it's a bustling city. Cook already was the chief rabbi, right? This is a, a city, this is a you know a, a a city that was that's that's very very uh, well built up. Vigam Yushevis Miudim Bahamahon, right? It has a lot. It's been Bahamahon, maybe. It's a lot of the lot. So much filled with Jewish people. in Makom What are you talking about? How can I talk like this? Right? How can I say this about it? So so what's the, so he explains? It's not a problem. I'll tell you why we can say these words. Ach. Even though there are lots of Jewish people living in Yerushalayim, as long as it's, we don't have Jewish sovereignty, we just live there, it's still considered destroyed. What's he talking about? So it's a big discussion in the Beis Yosef. Beis Yosef was really the, one of the first people, the Achronim, to talk about the Shaila of whether how you de- how we determine when a person should be tearing kriya on Harei Yerushalayim and on Harmakam Mikdash, etc. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he lived in Svat, right? But before him, there weren't a lot of people living in Eretz Israel. So in the eleven hundreds and twelve hundreds and thirteen hundreds, no one was writing about this halacha about you know what do you do when you say Harei Yerushalayim? There was nobody living there, right? right? But by his time already, there's people starting to live in in Eretz Israel. So he so he deals with this shaila and he basically says the following like chiluk. He says, how do you determine that Yerushalayim is Chareva or not Chareva? Or Binuya? So he says, you could argue it's dependent on whether people are living there. Right? If, if lots of people are living there, lots of Jews living there, that's not Chareva. Or you could say, does it depend on Jewish sovereignty? And he assumes, and the Baghdad Brahman assumes this way, that it depends on Jewish sovereignty. So he says in the 1930s, look, lots of people are living in Yerushalayim, but we don't, we don't own it, we're not controlling it, so... Sorry. So, so, actually, not sorry in this case. Fine. So I can still call it Hayir HaKharifa. Right? It's still destroyed. It's still destroyed city because it's not controlled by Jewish people. So that's all good and fine until 1967. There's a problem with Orthodox rabbi. He has a hyphenated name. I don't know. His building, and he sees children playing. In I think um, Nathan Cordoza. Cordoza, Rabbi Cordoza. Yes, yes. So Rabbi, Cordoza, yes, Rabbi Nathan Lopez Cordoza. Yes, he he wrote this recently. Yes. So this, this would contradict what you brought down from Rav Shechter, no? Like a couple weeks ago, Rav yes. Shechter says that basically, like the whole thing with Halal on Yom Atzmaut was right. the fact that 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 he, we have sovereignty. sovereignty so, so the opposite. No, it's it's the same. Right. This is the same as Rav Shechter. So you wouldn't say... You, what Rav Shechter said was, you have, a machus, you have a machus Yisrael, you have a Jewish government, right. even though it's not a religious government. Right? So Rav Shechter had said that that's Rashi's Michas Gulasenu. Mm-hmm. He said it can't be destroyed. He said that's, the thir- that's already the, the third, the third uh, time we're in Eretz Yisrael, which would be a real, a real Khurban if it was destroyed. Yeah. So he's... So he's... Fi- so he's... Fi- uh, well, it's, okay. uh, it's slow. It's slow. It's slow. So the Baruch Amar. But the Torah Mima, according to his Svara, right, what would he have said about today? According to what he said, right, the response would be, Yutaka, it doesn't make sense to say it anymore. Okay, what, 
what would he have said? Would he have actually said to change it? I don't know. I'm not going to put words in his mouth. But he definitely said that the only reason why it makes sense, or at least a, a terrorist you can give for why we still don't, we can still use these words and say it's a destroyed, desolate place, is because we don't have sovereignty. Do they mean Malfustavka, or does it just mean any Memshela where there's majority? He calls it Memshela. He calls it Memshela. Oh. But it's still a Jewish government. Right. He just says, You're saying, would he agree that, like, that, I, that, I, that, I, that, that a non-religious government doesn't mean machus mamish? This is a good question. I don't know. That's a good question. But it sounds like it's about Jewish sovereignty more than anything else. That's what it sounds like. But you're right. Okay, so it's not, if it's not technically machus... Like we're putting, Arab parties and... You know, right, a lot of, okay. Out of fifth columns, you know. Right, but you could... Look, you could argue that he meant... That he meant only if it's Machus, because Machus is like we've talked before, that Machus Israel would mean right. You could say that. But it that certainly sounds like um, it depends on Mem Shalah, right? That you have a control, control over it. But don't worry, through Govern, take a look at source number two. So Govern is uh, never one to uh, shy away from controversy. So Govern. Writes as follows: Hanusach Hamasarati, the classical Nusach, Hamidaber al Bizuyah, Vashamima, Havilavi, Blibanea, Vahareva, Vashamima, Eino Shave, there's nobody living there, there's nobody there, it's horrible. Eino Holeim, Kashi, Shalim, Mishochereres, Venimses, Bishilton, Israel. It's impossible, you can't say such a thing when we're in control of, 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 of this city. Lachain, Bacharnu, Bonusach, Shamne, Latfilat Nachem. So he says, so he went ahead and he changed it. Hamivusas al Talmud Yerushalmi, based on the Yerushalmi that we mentioned before, Rav Amram by Rambam, beashmatos hakitaim hanirim kevilti matimim kais. But he took out, he said, the the phrases that don't make any sense anymore. So look what he writes. Look how he says it. Nachem Hashem alokinus avelit zion v'savalei Yerushalayim. That's the same so far. Okay, let's see what he changes. Ve'sa'ir ha'havila charevava harusa. Right. So he gets rid of Habzuyah Vashamema, right? He doesn't say it's not, it's not this, you know, disparage and it's not, there's nobody there. See, he gets rid, gets rid of also Avilami Blibaneha, Vacharevavi Menosea, that's all gone, right? Habzuyah Mikvodah Vashamema Me'en Yoshef, he gets rid of those, those two lines. Tziyom Bamar Tifkev Yushalayim Titein Kola, Libi Libi Achalayim, so some of these things are still there. But, um, but, but you know, he takes out all this, a lot, a lot of this other stuff. Fine. Bottom line is that's what that's what Rivgorin did. He got rid of the language, um, and he was the chief rabbi of Tzal at the time. He became the chief rabbi of Israel. This is a this is a tefillah that's found in the in the sitter of of Tzahal that he that he wrote. Right. So this is not this is not stop. Okay. <laughs> so, um, someone told me recently that he changed his mind later on in life. That huh. later on he actually went back. I never heard that. Um, I, I I spoke of this at some point somewhere else, and someone told me oh. You know, actually, he later changed his mind, which is interesting. And also something, by the way, just to know about Rav Gorin, he had one other, one other case where he changed the Nusach that was also controversial and interesting. After uh, Neil Armstrong stepped on the moon. Oh, low to you. So he, so he took out, and we say in in Kirshavana, uh, in we say, um, Right, just like we, we, we dance in front of you, we can't, just like if we can't touch you, okay. so too my enemy should be able to touch me. 
So he says, it's not true. We did, we touched it. Was it controversial because so, it was all a conspiracy? Oh, because no, he didn't really step on the moon, no. Because he changed <laughs> oh, his own song. He's been said it for thousands of years. So people argued on him. Doesn't necessarily mean the moon. It might mean the Rebbe Shalom. It might mean God. Right? So it's not, whatever. But someone also told me that later he changed back on that one also. I don't know. Anyways, Rebbe Shalom is very, you know. So fine. So he changed. He wasn't the only one. He wasn't the only one. Look at our session number three. Rebbe David Shlush. The chief rabbi of Netanya, the Chuvas Schenda Genuza. So he, find this? <laughs> so, so Rabbi David Gottlieb uh, had a shear on this topic. Oh, wow. So yeah, he, he, he sent a bunch of these, he had a bunch of these, uh, these uh, uh, Marmokomos. Yeah. Like good good Kashmir. Yeah. yeah, he's very good. So he says like this. Look at one, two, three, four lines down. He says, it's underlined. How can it be that we're going to dive in and we're going to say words that we, that we know are the opposite? You know it's not true. We'll be saying one thing and feel something else. Just by the way, the fact that it's nice to listen to Tamir Chacham talk about how they dive in. That when you dive in, you're paying such close attention to what you're saying that you feel uncomfortable saying certain phrases because you don't believe in them. Halavai, we're all paying such attention when we dive in that we know exactly what we're saying and we feel, right? Uh, but anyways. It's like davening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for a full shleima and the chol is healthy already. Right? How can you do that? Right? It's a very powerful language. So he says, so if you go for the down where I'm going more, he says, So he says, um, right? So we have to change the language so it reflect only the fact that the Mikdash is still, because again, the base of the Mikdash is still destroyed, right? We're not, we're not all, all the way back here, right? So he says, you still have to say Nachim, and right? no one's saying don't say Nachim, right? It's not saying don't say Kinos, right? It's not saying we don't have nothing to mourn for, we have no base of Mikdash. But the language is still a difficult language. So he also wants to change a little bit. He writes, Nachim Hashem Elokinos Evalei Mikdashcha, his heart's Yon Cheshamim, right? So right away, not Avalei Yushalayim, but Avalei Hamikdash, right? So he's, he's a little bit. Um, happier with that, uh, with that approach. And, and one argument that we're going to see in a second that, that many people made against him and others was that not just, not just um, well, one of the arguments is how you can change the Nusukha Tefillah. This is a Tefillah that's been set for 2,000 years. Nachim. It's been set for a long time. So how can you change that? So he says, Nusukh Zeh Obedom Allah, it's underlined, Ra'u Yishi Yudzav Yuskam Aydeira Bnei Yisrael Kedekovo Besir Tefillah. We should do something like this. Right? And you're going to tell me I can't change the Nusach? Look, look in the Siddur of Amgon, the Siddur of Rasadgon. Notice that they have two different Nusachos, and our Nusach isn't their Nusach. So if you're so worried about the Nusach, the Nusach isn't so simple either. It's not, it's not so, so set in stone. What do they do between the first and second base of English? Nachem was established then? Or I don't Nachem think that there was... Yeah, Yerushalmi already is post, post, post uh, second base of Mikdash. So I don't know what they did. But I don't think that... They didn't even have necessarily have traditional tefillah in that way. Right? It's a big question whether the, they had some type of Mikdash Ma'at already starting in Bavla was maybe the first time they even had tefillah in any type of set way. Mm-hmm. Right? So the Lachar did not... This, this one, Esri, etc. Because I'm saying that's like Dola. That's the end of the second base of Mik
or the beginning of second second base of to, to the end. So uh, so Lachar, they didn't have they didn't have a set fuel yet. I don't think so. Is, is yeah. The company essentially like the Anshay Knesset <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> Anshay Knesset had had Nevian as a part of it, right? Like uh, Mordechai is part of Anshay Knesset So like we're talking like. And that's where you get to revive it. Revive it and talk about this. The power of Anshik and and like don't mess. Right? That's not so simple to mess with Nusachat Fila. To be very, very careful with it. So look at, look at Rechaim uh, David Alevi. The Shevils for Tshuva Sasele Haraf. He also says, and this is also very beautiful. Gam Ani Hirgashti Betishabav Harishon Acharim Mechem Sheshes Yamin. It was the first, the first Tishabav after the Six Day War. So I said, I felt, I Sheinini Acholo Yote Lomar Betfilati Devarim Eila. I couldn't, I couldn't say it. Couldn't say it out loud. I felt like we came back. And now I'm going to say, Nachem, it didn't make any sense. I'm lying to God. Because I changed, I'm just going to change one word. Where he says, his one word has a very big impact. So what did he do? The land that was that way, right? So what does he do? He just puts it in past tense. What's the one problem? So he says it's only one word. But is that more, more extreme or less extreme than Rivaran? More extreme. I think it's more extreme. You took the whole thing and you flipped it on his head. You made it into a historical conversation, right? It right. used you to just be. change one word, you know? Right? So at right. first it looks like, oh, it's like, it's like not so bad. You just changed one word. Right. But it's one word that turns the whole thing upside down, right? In your, your example, you gave before about a whole lot. Yeah. Right? You said you wouldn't make a mission for someone who's already healed, but I don't know if it's ever been, I've heard the discussion about making mission barrels for people so they don't relapse, right? Um, I don't even know what the halakha is on that, but they're well, but you don't want them to relapse. Uh-huh. So the same concept could apply here on the nothing, that you don't want it to go back. To go the back to anywhere was. Okay. The only problem, the problem that really is bothering them, though, is not etzem saying nachim. I think they all agree that as long as there's no base on mikdash, there's what to mourn over. Right? What's bothering them is that the language of the tefillah does not reflect the reality on the ground. That's what bothers them. They feel like dover shkarm I'm like lying to God. Like, how can I stand in front of God and say a tefillah that does not reflect it's the reality? It's just not true, right? It's like it's just, I can't talk to God that way. It's just not true. It's worse. Is it a question of God changes the game on them and wants to see how they respond, or is it that I'm not even sure where else? What do you mean? Like they've been dominant this way for thousands of years. And suddenly, circumstance changes. And right. now... Now what? Are they frustrated? Are they confused? Are they upset? Are they happy? Are they... Well, it's funny. It's like an interesting challenge, right? Like, what does God want us to do? Yeah. <laughs> does God want us to God, change it up? Okay, right? give me something. Or does give God want us to keep, keep the Messorah the same way? It's like, well, Messorah, it's like bizarre. I don't know. It's very weird. Instead of Lichtenstein, never made a sock for the yeshiva. Um... But he also thought it was like a problem of this, of this, you know, Dover Shkarnafim So like, I think they said he used to like admit, he just like wouldn't say certain parts of, of Nachim. 
He just took out some words. He wouldn't put in new, anything new, but he, certain phrases he just didn't say. But he never said, like, in, you know, in Shiva Aratzion, like, we're not going to do this. He didn't do that. Um, fine. But there are a lot of people who oppose this change. And the greatest oppose, opponent of the change Absolutely. is Rosalvechik. Why did he oppose the change? It was a bridge too far for him. He was, he was, well, he comes from the Brist tradition. He he's from, very, he's very, very black hat. I mean, it's, he, was, it's not, he was very, he was a reluctant Sioni, and I think it took him a long time to, he embraced it, yes. He and did he embrace saw, it. But, but at the same it. time, he was the most guarded, I think, of, of all of it took him. A, it took him a little while to change, but he, the, the Rav started as an, uh, you know, a spokesperson for the Aguda. And then his story that's told, the, the best person to tell a story is Rabbi Rakefet Rachtgoth. If you ever want to go on online, I, I want you to talk and listen to like a hundred Shiram in a row. So Rakefet, it's not a hundred, it's like ten. Like the rub in religious Zionism. So he has like ten, like hour, hour and a half long lectures on the, the rub. Tells the whole story. Fascinating. But the, the, basically the, 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 the straw that brought the camels back for the rub was when, uh, when they went... Era of Rosh Hashanah or something, a group of rabbis, to protest what was going on in, in Europe during the Holocaust. And they went, and uh, I guess it was Roosevelt was the president? Yeah. And he wouldn't even come out. Was it Roosevelt? Yes, Roosevelt and, was 33 through 45. Maybe he probably couldn't come out. So he would, he, but he wouldn't come to see them. <laughs> no, he, no, he, politically. He, he, no, he sent out like his, some, some lower level person. He wouldn't see them. And the rabbi realized it was a mistake. They waited so long. They waited so long to go, and at this point, it was worthless what they were doing. And he realized that, like the good approach of just kind of waiting back, waiting back for the Bosch wasn't working anymore. And he became Mizrahi, and he uh, and he became the spokesperson for Mizrahi. Thirty-six, thirty-eight. Roosevelt tried to do something, and he went to the Republicans, and they go, "That's nice, but you don't get the votes." So right. Right. The point is, the reason the Rub was really against it was for two reasons. You see right now. So take a look at source number five for a second, five, six, and seven. It's a conversation about how you define mikdash. How you define mikdash, okay? So it says the mission as follows. Yom Tov Shosh Hashanah Shachal Yos B'Shabbis B'Mikdash Hayitokin Avalo B'Medina So why don't, you, why don't we blow a shofar on Rosh Hashanah? Shachal Yos B'Shabbis We're nervous that you won't know how to blow and you're going to go, to, you're gonna go uh, ask some Bucky. You have to come over to Jeff Nelson's house and you can carry in the, you know, you're going to carry in the Rosh Hashanah so while you're trying to be kind to Mrs. Darais of, 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 of Rosh Hashanah, you're going to end up... Ooh. Oh, sorry, Ronnie. <laughs> Is this microphone? <laughs> or you're going to go to Ronnie's house. <laughs> Holy cow, sorry. <laughs> Gosh, sorry, Ronnie. <laughs> first. Sorry, I'll, just be keep, a, I'll be at Thomas Jefferson. I should just, <laughs> just keep my mouth shut, you know? I'll give an example. Yikes. <clears throat> you're going one of the many... <laughs> and ask them for their help because I certainly don't know how to blow a shofar. Um, and uh, you're going to go walk over and you end up, you're trying to be kind of mitzvah, say the raisa of blowing shofar and you end up violating the iser, the iser malacha, the malacha of hotza. So, um, so fine. But you were allowed to blow the shofar still in the mikdash, even on Shabbos. Okay, that's there in the pine in the mikdash. So the mikdash, how you token? But not in Medina. So Rabbi Say, what's the Medina? Outside of the old city, no? So does it mean outside the old city or what could else could it mean? Outside the course of the Outside the course of the day. As the Harabayas. Machloik is Rashi in the Rambam. Okay? Rashi says, I'm a love in Medina, 
right? Meaning, Mikdash on the Harabayas, they would blow shofar, and then once it got outside, right, the Kotal Plaza already is Medina. Says the Rambam, Kvarbe Arnulacha Kame Pa'amim Ki Mikdash Nikres Yushalayim Kula. So, meaning, they blow shofar where? Yeshiva in Tivarya, Yeshiva da Kotal, you know, uh, what's it called? That, 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 uh, Sephardi Yeshiva? Parat Yosef? Whatever? These different places. Paramount. Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that Parat Yosef. The Yeshiva, right around the Kotel. But whatever, anyways. All those, anywhere in Yerushalayim, they would blow the shofar. I don't think they did the Maisa today. I don't think they did it. But uh, it's all called Mikdash, meaning, meaning that according to the Rambam, the status of Mikdash applies not just to the Harabayas, but to all of the old city. Okay? Who cares? So there's three reasons why you care. Number one, reason number one is Dal Minim on Cholomoid Sukkis. So we pick up Dal Minim on Cholomoid as a Zeich of the Mikdash. Because right? really it's only the Kachacham Yom Arishon. But in the Mikdash, for all seven days, is the Mitzvah Seder Raisa. So there's some people who are Machmir, and what do they do? During Cholomoid, they come Bedafka to Yushalayim to pick up the Dal Minim. Why? Even though you can't be in the Harbais, you can't be in the Mikdash. If all Yushalayim has status as Mikdash, right? So you could possibly be kind of say the Raisa of Dalamim all seven days. Some people have the Chumrah. Fine. Second, Kriya on Yerushalayim. Okay, so the, to this day, right, there's a Minak to tear Kriya the Makam Mikdash. But what about Ara Yehuda or, or, the, or, Yushalayim, or, or the, the Yushalayim itself? There's actually three stages that Shachanah talks mm-hmm. about. Tearing Kriya on Ari Yehuda, tearing Kriya on Yerushalayim, and tearing Kriya on the Harabais. And a person technically is supposed to tear Kriya on all three. So, the Rav believed, right, what, again, we have Jewish sovereignty now, right? We, that Baruch, going back to the first point we talked about, you have Jewish sovereignty. So, Ari Yehuda and Yerushalayim, you should say, they're not Rechorbana. We have Jewish sovereignty there now, right? Not only do you have Jews living there, you have Jewish sovereignty, you have both, right? So, there should be no reason to tear Kriya. Harabais. This, everyone agrees it's Becharevah, right? Becharevah, because it's destroyed. There's no base on Mikdash. So the Rav said, not only should you take Kriya when you see Malcolm and Mikdash, you should take Kriya when you see, the, when you see Yerushalayim also. Why? Because as long as the base on Mikdash is Becharevah, all of Yerushalayim is considered Becharevah. Okay? Because the, the status of Yerushalayim as Mikdash emanates from the Malcolm and Mikdash. As long as the Mikdash is, is Charevah, all of Yerushalayim is considered Charevah. Okay? And the third example would be Nachim on Tisha Right? Ha'ir ha'bzuya shavema ha'chareva Ha'gisei Yushalayim What do you mean Yushalayim has all these you know, yeshivas and, 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 and shuls and communities and everything What's going on here? The answer is as long as the Makam HaMikdash is Bichurbana then says the, according to the Rambam says the Rav then all of Yushalayim is considered Bichurbana So take a look at source number 8 so it's from, this, from the, the booklet Masorah had a story from the, this. Did they ask the brothers question? There are those who wanted to change the nusach with Goran, etc. The Rav was very, very against. First of all, you can't change the nusach that was number one. The Rav was very, very <laughs> mocked about Nusrat Vila. Very mocked. What he thought was correct and not correct. And again, 
he sometimes did things different than other people, but not because he was changing the Nusach, but because he thought that was the original Nusach. He thought they had changed the Nusach, right? the things that he did. And his shul, you know, all kinds of things that they did, that if you go down, try to down from the Yomad of Maimonides, they're going to give you a, they give you a whole shtickle target before you get up and down in there. Because all the kind of things that you, you know, they do different. But it, he didn't think it was, diff- it was different, but it was because he thought that was original. Um... Okay, Vaod Amar, Shakozman Shah Kodesh Haruf, Af Shushalayim Binuya, Biyadi Israel, Mikomakam Nechsheves, Yushalayim Gamli Yer Chariva. As long as there's no base on Mikdash, the Harbais is Chariva, then Yushalayim is Bechorbana. Sharela Rambam, excuse me, Kedushas Yushalayim, he Kedushas Hamikdash. So that was the Rav felt. So the Rav was very, very Makbit on this, uh, on, this, on this issue. I think, I don't know if you guys before, when I went to Rina to my Prabha, so uh, they told me, they told me, uh, someone told me before, before if you want to get on everyone's good side, are we not? So make sure to say, say, quote the every time you speak. <laughs> every time, quote the So, so when I came from my Prabha, it was right around this time of year. So it was almost, you remember line. So I said over this, that little piece about the three, the three Nafkaminas. And I said, in the Rav, very Makbid, not the change, the not the change in Nusach of, of Nachim. And I finished, and I was like, it's good. I said it nice. I, you know, one for one, it was Friday night. I got my first one done. I walk off the Vima, and every, every Adler goes, uh, we don't follow the rub on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did you say oh. just kidding? <laughs> <laughs> so in Rina, they say that they say different Nusach. They talk a different right. Nusach. Yeah. Yeah, they say different Nusach. It's not exactly from Gorin, it's a little different. But I was like, oh, gosh. So somehow I still got the job. But uh, <laughs> anyways, that was like yeah, that's like one of my best arena stars. So uh, anyways, fine, that's the rough. The rough wasn't alone. It's for you to cook. This is also two weeks in a row, according to you, to you to cook. So he said. Also, he didn't like this either. So he said, source number nine. Shalti is Rabbeinu. They asked him. It's a lie. And he responded, Yushalayim hi adayim bizuya v'shomema. Ki ikar Yushalayim hu beis ha-mikdash. Daim Yushalayim ha-etika adayim matzav shal shomema ve'ein yoshev. So he said, absolutely, it's still, it's still chariva, nothing to talk about. Who's this Rabbi? Who's he referring to? No, this was, this was a, a, some article they asked Rav Tzihuda. They asked Rav Tzihuda Kok. The Rabbeinu is Rav Tzihuda Kok. Oh, okay. So they, they were asking him this question, yeah. Exactly. Um, and then in Yechavadas, Ravad Yosef also. So he takes that, the, 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 harsher, the harsher approach, which is that the Svarim Mukubalim are very, very makbid about the hidden Kabbalistic. The Svarim are very, it wasn't just the Hasidim who were very into Kabbalah, the Svarim already were very, very Kabbalistic. And uh, the Svarim, the Svarim Chachamim uh, would talk a lot about the, like, the hidden mystical meanings of of phraseology in tefillah, and in the Sukkot tefillah. So Ravadi was very upset about that. He says, you don't, you don't know what you're changing. When you change words in tefillah, it's not our business, we don't do that. We're talking about Shekinah Sagdola, we're talking like, you know, this is, this is nothing to be messed with. We don't even know, like the mystical or whatever. And therefore he's very upset with the idea of changing the Nusach. And he says also, by the way, there's still like mosques and churches or whatever, ultimately you have Yishalayim. To tell me Yishalayim is Binuya, it's not Binuya, there's plenty of... Including one on the hard bias. Including one on the hard bias. So he said, you know, pump the brakes a little, guys. You know, he wasn't <laughs> ready to, to do that. Um, and if Sturmbach, in source number 11, 
is the most, uh, I would say, the most intense. Uh, he's not exactly waving the banner of religious Zionism of Sternbach. Sternbach writes, has written a number, many foundational chuvos for Amisro. But, uh, not, you know, Zionism is not his thing. Uh, but so why does the political thing have to always color their like? I don't know if it does. Who said? Well, like in the case of the Memshala, I thought Shachter is awesome. What Shachter is not like a you know Shachter has to be very Zioni, but he's not. He's right wing. I understand that. So why, exactly? So why so does Rav Sternbach have to be like? Of course he's like. Negative oh, the whole I said thing. that. He didn't say that. No, I but said, I'm saying no, I did I mean, that. Like, why? Why do they have to be so predictable? Like, why does everybody? <laughs> seriously, why does everybody <laughs> have to fall in line? Because yeah, I don't know. If you're Zion, I mean, Zion, you can hold at the same time that there is a memshala that you mm-hmm. it's essentially largely Yehudi, and not, and not agree with it. Look, Rav Salavechik was very Zionist also, but he. But you're right. Even Salavechik, his racist Yehudi saying it was not so. Uh, he wasn't as. You know, uh, certain. You think though, like when they say the Nachem that they had that, I don't know, the rabbi said that he felt like Davish Lush, the one that said, like, do you think that they feel like that? Like, we're saying something, but. Politically, it fits. No, Yushalayim is like, we live here, we get to make quote unquote use of part of Yushalayim, not the. Mm-hmm. I think the base, I mean, the, so everyone agrees that it's. Yeah, not there. Everyone, no one's saying don't say Nachem. Right. right. No, but I'm saying, like, even like, I don't know, maybe they say not him the right way, but it doesn't mean that they can't, maybe inside they feel like it's. Right, 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 right. So, so from the time of the. Uh, I don't know the answer to your question. Okay, that's, so that's from a, the time, that's so that's frustrating, number one. <laughs> Yoshua, you, from the time Yoshua crosses the Yardin to the time that David Amelis <laughs> built the base of Megdash, they should say Nachim? No, there was other things. There's a, there's a process. There's a there's college. A there was a keep. This isn't about the Mishkan. They're talking about the Makam Amikdash. No, but there was a Mishkan. It wasn't no. in Yerushalayim. No, but I know. The whole, you know, I'm saying the, the centrality of Yerushalayim. is only once it's been destroyed. It wasn't even built. It wasn't well, the even chosen was destroyed. Yet. The Mishkan was destroyed no. in Shiloh. And yes, there is Tanisim for the Mishkan. So they should have said, did they say Nachim then? They had a Tanis. I don't know what they said. They had a fast. That's part of the... That's part of the uh, I'm just saying, uh, what do you call there, it? There, Masechistan, there's Masechistan, been, there's Masechistan, been so. epics in Jewish history, even great ones, where we didn't have the centrality of the base of Magdish in Yerushalayim. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, and it wasn't like, oh, what does it's, really, it's not really true, though. In the time Hold on one second, that's not really true. That's not really true, though, Dan. That's not true. From the second year, as an Am, we had a Mishkan. We had a Mishkan. Okay. Even the Mishkan still is destroyed. It gets rebuilt. I'm mean, saying there, there's... We had a we had a Mishkan or a Beis Hamikdash all the way through. There was until a time that until was until the first. I don't know what happened between when Mishkan. I don't know if my history good enough. Destroyed for a while. Yeah, but I don't know how it. There's still Korbanos. There's still an Aron. There's still. You know what I mean? To have Mamish, nothing, no Aron, no Menorah, no Mizbeach, no Korbanos. That happens for the first time when we go into into Gaulus, the first time. I think. Right. I'm pretty sure. That gets to Daniel's question. What do we say? You know, what did, they, did they say anything for those 70 years? But even then, they knew it was only for 70 years. So, you know what I mean? This is, this is the first time. It, you know, 70 C is the first time we were just kind of like, see ya. There were other times you know? we didn't have really a Jewish monarchy, but we had the base of Mikdash. Like when the Romans were really kind of in control for a while. You know, like, Which was the second you know, base of And by the way, when the Tanuga Dola was like, uh, you know, the highest bidder. And, right. by the way, and, right. and by the way, then no one's saying no. There's no tissue about then, right? But the the um, what's interesting though there, I would argue, is just that you see the power of having the building 
even when it's being abused and misused. As long as it was still there, it was at least still there. Right? There's, there's still a, a value. Rav Shechter actually wrote that in an article we saw a couple weeks ago in the Mizrahi. He said that there were times when, didn't was it Rav Shechter who said it? That, that there were, like, you know, the Chashmonayim wasn't exactly, I mean, it wasn't Rav Shechter, it was somebody else. That the time of Chashmonayim was not exactly, you know, uh, the greatest time for Am Yisrael. Still, there's a value to it. There's always a value to Jewish sovereignty in the state of Israel. There's always a value to Jewish sovereignty in Yerushalayim and having a base of Mikdash, even if it's not being used perfectly. Look, Welcome to the world, right? Am Yisrael has not exactly been a you know, pristine, perfect people, basically ever. Um, no, it's true. Right? We always say this, right? If you, you want to feel good about yourself, so we know that. Right? So, like, we were bad. We were bad. We had a lot of problems. Really but, but, but there's still a Beis Amidash. But when it's, the Beis Amidash is finally gone, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Such a big deal that we are born for it every single year. But now it's like almost the opposite, right? Because by the second Beis Amidash, we didn't have sovereignty. In the at the um, end, at the, the end. end, right, 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 right. Anyways, I'll tell you, show you one thing at the end here. That's very, very pretty. So, anyways, Lamaisa Shurbach also says he goes. You think that basically Shurbach says that you think that by building big buildings, you know, like every other city, so now you're Benuya. He's like, no, basically, then, then there's nothing. That's what he's, basically what he says. But um, <laughs> again, what, what's Shurbach responding to? Is he responding somewhat, you know, you know. Uh, so sociologically, also probably, Sturmbach maybe was upset at the idea that because we have Yushalayim back, we think that we've completed the process when we certainly haven't, right? That's probably for, for someone who's not a Zionist. Um, they feel like, what are you doing, right? Why, why are you celebrating this? This isn't over. Nothing has happened yet. To kind of keep right? your eye on the ball. Right, right. It's, a, but it's actually a very interesting approach. I'm not saying that it's no, my no, approach, no, no. but it, I'm not saying it's my approach, but it's an interesting approach. To someone who says, whoa, 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 slow down, right? Like, let's not. Lose ourselves here, changing the Sikhat Let's like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, celebrating, just singing, keep going dancing, in the same direction, just keep the same going night, forward. Not the 1900 years, keep going forward. Keep doing doing. I'm not I saying I agree with that. It hasn't worked yet. So. I'm just saying. Well, I'm not going to agree with that. What? I'm saying everyone else that even when they change the Tefillah, right, they still agree with. Correct. Correct. He's saying that we're not, we're not there yet. Correct. Just a different approach. But, anyways, I want to show you a beautiful, a very beautiful shot here, just in terms of Yushalayim. It's Yom Yushalayim already next week. So, you just see this. You got to see this mob. You got to see You got to see this mob. Source number 13. It says the, 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 Perakin Tehillim, Shir Malos, the David, Visamachti, but only the base of Shem Nelech. Om those Hayyur Aglim, Bishara, Yushalayim, right? So, we're so excited. It's time to go to Yushalayim. It's great. You're dancing and singing, getting to go. Yushalayim, Habnu Yaki, Yershu, Chubrala, Yachdav. A Bible Yushalayim, a ear that connects things together. I see what that means. Okay? Shesham alush fatim shifte ka edus yisrael ados Hashem Hashem. Because this is the place where all of Amishal comes together. And he says, then shalu shalom Yushalayim Yishlayu Avach. You want to know how Yushalayim is doing? Ask those who love her. And the Mavim says something really beautiful. He says, this idea of Yushalayim being the place that's mechaber, shachubra layachdav. He says basically that Yushalayim is like the heart. Or like the body, and the shvatim are the different parts of the body, right? The different avarim, and he basically says that look at look where it says daladir shesham kilasham alu shvatim shifteka fischarbu kulam ayadei irazos right? An arm is nothing if it's not connected to the body. A kidney doesn't help you if it's not in the body. Right? A heart doesn't. Right? All the different parts are 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 meaningless and have no life and no value if they're not all connected to your shalim. But then once they're connected to your shalim, they become all connected to each other. And, and he basically says, um, 
that the purpose of Yerushalayim is to basically be the beating heart of Am Yisrael. And that by, and by being the place where all of Am Yisrael comes, three times a year, and not the other regal, right, it becomes a place where we remember who we really are and remember that we care about each other. And he says, it says, Vav Sha'alu, since Yishlaim is the, is the body, right, that holds the whole everything together. You ask the body, how's the body doing? What's the answer? Well, ask me if my, the different parts of my body are working together in harmony. And if they work together, then I'm doing great. If they're not, then it's not going well. Right? If it's not working, your body's not working in sync, you're gonna die. What does it matter? You wanna know how your shalim is doing? Ask how those who love your shalim ask if there's shalom with them. If they're getting along, they're working in sync, then everything's good. If they're not getting along, right, the is a place that brings everyone together. There's a there's a there's a, a beautiful gemara that says that when they would come to the Harbayas, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago at the Shalom Zacher. They'd come to. They'd come on on Aliyah Regal. They would take the twelve loaves of bread from the from the shulchan. They'd show it to Am Yisrael. They'd bring it out of the out of the Mesa Mitash. and they'd say to them, "Ruuchi baslam v'yamvachem." Look how much Kadosh Baruch loves you. Kisiluko kasiduro kachsiluko. That just like it was hot when it would be going, it would stay hot the whole the whole all seven days. So so Tzadok asks, "It's very nice, but why that why that miracle? Show them the menorah and say, show them. There's lots of miracles happening in Mesa Mitash." So he says, because when people come to Yishalayim, yeah, it's nice, all Vamisha comes together. But the guys from Dan to the guys from Ruvain, and the women from, from Binyamin are looking at the women from Yehuda, and this one's dressed like that, and this one looks like this, and they're all different, and we're not used to hanging out with each other. We're used to staying with our own shevet. And they would come together, and like all of a sudden, not everyone's getting along so great. So they would come out, and they'd show them, look, it's how, many, how many loaves of bread are there? There's 12. You're both some happy with all of them. They would come to Yishalayim, it wasn't just to come to Yishalayim to see Kaddish Baruch You come to Yishalayim to see each other. You come to Yishalayim to feel that connection with each other and to remember Kaddish Baruch is happy with all 12. Right? Everyone's different, but that's okay. And we can have that connection. And even the, the Medrash says that's even Pshat in the name Yishalayim. The Medrash says that Avram called the Harabayis Harashem Yira'eh. Malki Tzedek, right? Shame called it, called it Shalim. So the Medrash says, Yerushalayim was, was, didn't know what to do. He says, if I call it Yerushalayim, what's going to happen? Shame's going to be upset. If I call it Shalem, Avram will be upset. So he says, what do you do? Call it Yerushalayim. And the, even the name of Yerushalayim is a, is a, is a compromise. Mm. Right? It's, it's Shalom. That's the purpose of Yerushalayim. So, uh, you know, whatever you want. You can, you can say Nachem this way, you can say Nachem that way. You cannot say Nachem. I'll do whatever you want. But uh, I think you should say Nachem. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I say like the one that says in the, in the art school, if you go to, go to Rina, they say, they say a different Nachem. I think most people say the regular Nachem, but whatever you want to do. But the bottom line is, the fact that all of Am Yisrael continue to, to focus 
right, keep the eye and prize together, that's going to be the greatest way to make sure that uh, we get rid of Nachem altogether. If we, uh, you know, end the pure Levavos and bring Amishel together for the same purpose, for the same goal, then Rit Hashem Yishalayim will be Ki'ir Shachubu Layachdov, the city that brings everyone together. All right. Shkayach.